Hello, Field Podcast audience. Welcome back um, to another um, great week, another great episode, a really kind of fun story in terms of how I met this guest, because it was um, not the traditional way that I've met most of my guests. Um, Ursula and I got on um, a meeting on a Zoom after we had been in Vegas for the Evolutions uh, Podcast Movement Conference, and Ursula works with a platform that um, I was curious about and she wanted to talk to me about that she works for that that maybe would be helpful and useful to the podcast. So that was the intent of the meeting was just a, this is what I've got. This is what I offer us. This is what I need, you know, that kind of thing. Well, we get into this whole conversation and just start talking about our lives, ourselves. And we just had this instant connection. I feel like I'd been like Ursula had been my friend for 10 years. Like it was just instant, just our ease with each other, our ability to talk and connect on just all kinds of topics. A lot of what we hear talk about here on the podcast, but just life, like just having a really good, like I got off that call. I'm like, that was such a good, like conversation that I needed to have today, like really like boosted my energy. And at the end of it, I was just like, I'd really love to have you on my podcast. I don't know if we're going to do business together or not, but I want <laughs> I want to be your friend, and I I would I think you have so much to offer. And so she's like, "Yeah, send me the details. Let's pick something." And so that's how Ursula and I met. Um, Ursula describes herself as giving, helpful, resilient, and empathetic. Ursula Sharp, welcome to the Field Podcast. Thank you so much. Um, very excited to be here to share a little bit about, you know, my story and, you know, just to uh, let the listeners know that it's it's an interesting evolution being a being a woman um, because mm. you wear so many different hats. It's multifaceted, and we never take a time enough time to really recognize truly who we are, the value of ourselves. Mm. And actually to take time to kind of smell the roses, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Such a good point. And we'll talk about that. Um, you've got an interesting journey with all of these talking points because of your own background, your own health, your own history, your own walk. So let's start with how to prioritize self-care in your life and what that looks like for you. Uh, that is a great question because <laughs> until I ended up with end-stage renal disease, and um, ultimately, I'm on dialysis awaiting a kidney transplant. That was not part of my MO. Mm. It was really figuring out how to serve everyone else yeah. and not really serve myself. Now I'm forced to take time to meet my needs and to serve me. So self-care for me today is is very different than it was in the past. Sure. You know, now what I do is I take time, intentional time, not only to go through my treatments, but also to kind of take a pause to breathe, mm -hmm. just to take in the day's events or future things that I have to do, whether it's work whether it's social, whether it's with my son or, or other family members. But really my self-care is taking moments for me to be reflective in my own thoughts, 
to really have goals and decide what I want to do and to be intentional in trying to reach those goals. Before I wouldn't kind of write those things down, I was mm-hmm. really kind of like a car with no GPS. Yeah. I didn't have any <laughs> guidance with where I was going. So now I sit back and I'm very structured in my thought process, very structured in really doing the things that I need to do for myself. Because if I don't do that first, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be good to anyone else. Yeah, so true. And I think it's so fascinating. I've been doing this for two years now. And the amount of times, myself included, this is how I got on this journey, the conversations I have with women who have to hit a major health issue or rock bottom in some way to get their attention on the importance of self-care and taking care of themselves. And that's why we have these conversations. We've got to stop that trajectory. We've got to get ourselves on a path where we're taking care of ourselves before we get to these spaces. But also sometimes that's the wake up call we need. And, you know, in responding to that accordingly, like listening, like, okay, I need to do a reset here and how I'm walking this out and living my life. So thank you for for sharing and just being so authentic with that. Confidently setting boundaries. I think that that would probably something you've had to really look at and come into play for you and how you operate. Because there's just things you have to do now that are that are non-negotiables. I, I mean, absolutely. I, as 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 a as a woman, you're you're taught to be everything to everyone, but not mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. And setting boundaries, I think, is extremely important because if you don't have that safe space where you can kind of protect your inner thoughts, your your physicality, um, it, it's almost like people are coming into your safe space and they're taking something away from you. And more often than not, we're taught as a woman Everybody else comes before you. You're a mom, you work, you're a sister, you're a cousin, you're a niece, you're all these other things, but you're almost taught to be, if, if you take time for yourself, that's selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you take, how can you take time to take a bath or go get a pedicure or even take a walk? You know, that's time that someone is going to have some need from you, whether it's dinner whether it's, um, you know, um, your child has a cold or a project, but that's how we're really programmed. So setting these boundaries has taught me that I can say no, I can actually take time for some things that I not only want to do that I need to do. You mentioned earlier, setting that reset button. I think that's very, very important. We don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't allow ourselves really to have time and, and really to, to just say, you know what, I, I need a time out. I yeah. need to take a breather. I need this for my mental health. Um, I need to stop. Like everything's a whirlwind. It's a hurricane. And guess what? I'm everybody's shelter but my own. Mm. So it, it took me a really long time to set these boundaries and to not feel guilty about setting a boundary yeah. and saying, you know what? Um, guess what? I can't, I can't do that today because I'm doing this. And it's interesting because now people will say, well, kind of like, what do you mean? Or, oh, and it's kind of like almost, well, why are you now doing this? Why are you now taking time for yourself? Why are you now saying, okay, this is my safe space and you, you can't be here? And, and 
some people get offended by that because yeah. they always had that level of accessibility to you. Yep. And you've always said, ah, oh, you know what? Okay. I'll push off what I need to do tomorrow to accommodate someone else. Yeah. And I actually encourage and challenge people, particularly women, you need to think about this because it's always go, 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 go for someone else. You're satisfying someone else's need, but you didn't set a healthy boundary for yourself. Yeah. And boundaries are, it could be cooking dinner, loaning money, babysitting, whatever these tasks are that you're always giving so much that you're not thinking about yourself. Yeah. It's almost like I think of like from a biblical term, um, but I think it was, was, was when Naomi had gone out and, and Ruth and they left one, one, one city and they were going to another. And the mindset there was, you know, I left out on full and I came back empty. Mm. And so many times we're running empty and we're not taking the time to replenish and refuel ourselves. And that's what we really need to do if we want to be successful, if we want to live a balanced, happy, fulfilling life. Yeah, thousand percent. You said so many good things there, but the thing that really got my attention, you're everybody's shelter but your own. It's, it's like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like here providing all these wings, all these services. And also it is hard. It's really hard when you have been boundaryless and you all of a sudden change those boundaries. And this will come up when we talk about expectations later is shifting people like, oh, like they like that accessibility to you. They've come to depend on that. And all of a sudden you're shifting gears and that's not always warmly received, especially when you're dealing with people that don't have boundaries themselves. And I think that's what we run into a lot of times, especially in when we're dealing with um, women, when we're dealing with, you know, Gener the generations of our parents and some, you know, there just isn't a lot of boundaries in those places. And so, and so I think that's always going to be really interesting. And then having to stick to it, like, no, I got to do this. And this is for me and for my health. And, you know, you're just going to have to get used to this in time. And this is where I'm at now. But yeah, I think, but I thought I was like, oh, that shelter piece. Yeah, we are all <laughs> There's so much to that. And so if that resonated with you, people sit with that for a bit and kind of look <laughs> at that and think about, huh, maybe that applies to me too. Okay. Taking care of our emotional health as much as our physical health. Talk to me about your journey with that um, because I'm fully prescribed to you in my journey. That is, there has been a connection there that was not discussed for so many years until I finally started bringing it up with my doctors, with my therapists, those kinds of things. So talk to me about your journey with that. I think a big part of that is I'm glad you touched on therapy and you actually had an episode around mental health. Yeah. Um, I, I think that in everyone's life, you need to have a connection to someone that they are, uh, it's unfiltered, mm -hmm. it's authentic but you can be uh, as honest as you need to be. And it's a judgment-free zone. Um, right. you know, there's a gym out there that has a judgment-free zone. I think that is, is, is very, very important um, to your emotional well-being. Because once again, we're taught that if there is an emotional breakdown, if you're depressed or if you have anxiety or if you have unresolved feelings towards something or someone that... That's taboo. 
that, you know, you need to be medicated or there's something wrong with you. And that's not the case at all. Yeah. You can actually be mentally drained. Um, one thing that talk therapy has done um, really immensely um, positive for me because it's taught me why I have certain triggers, mm. why I respond to certain situations in particular ways. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, to be honest, for years, it's been um, shopping for me. That was my mm. That was kind of like my emotional outlet yeah. because I felt like I didn't have control over anything else. And yep. that leads back to, I did so many things for other people that I put myself in jeopardy mm-hmm. uh, financially, socially, relationships. Um, you know, it, it just, you were always, I was always running um, at a hundred miles an hour and it was serving some other purpose, but not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I kind of go back to the thing with the end-stage renal disease. That really gave me a completely different perspective on Mm. life emotionally and physically because here I am looking at my own mortality a lot sooner than what I wanted to and looking at all the things around me that I hadn't had an opportunity quite to do. So emotionally, I had to get myself in check and kind of build that mental trap and really uh, transform myself as a person and say, what do I want to do emotionally to make myself uh, resilient, to be my best possible self while battling something that I can't let it define me? Yeah. And that was through the talk therapy piece, really having that outlet, being honest, talking about the things that annoyed me about people that I loved and really, you know what, finding your truth Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, Hey, there's some things that I need to be better at. There's some things that I need to lean into and guess what? It's going to be uncomfortable. Guess what? Growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. And once I realized emotionally that I needed to grow, that I needed to kind of take off that new garb and put on something new. Yeah. Then it became a lot better for me emotionally. And then I was able, from a physical perspective, okay, now I'm feeling better mentally. So my brain center is better. So now let me look at different aspects of my life that I can can actually change so that I can be my better self, not only yeah. even outwardly, but but inwardly. Yeah. And that was eating better, walking. Um, taking some time to meditate, um, thinking, and and you know having maybe an uh, thirty minutes or to an hour a day where I just veg out and do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm I'm listening to a podcast, or maybe I'm watching something that's totally mindless on TV. But it, it's giving myself that okay, you're given um, that endorsement, um, you're given that okay, mm. that now mentally you're in a different place. You're sharper, you're you're more confident because you're finding who you are um, through just releasing a lot of the old baggage. There's a lot to say for that. Yeah. And then that kind of helped me to form physically, you know, um, taking that 30 minute walk so I can kind of think and clear my head and then mm-hmm. you feel better, mm-hmm. you know? So those are the things that I really encourage people to do. If you don't have a strong mental state, if you're not really being honest with yourself and kind mm. of um, resetting, um, taking a look at why you do things a certain way that you do it, you know, then when you clear up that brain center, 
then that gives you kind of the keys to the kingdom that you can start doing other things Mm. that you can say, okay, physically I can do this. You know, I can challenge myself. Let me eat better. You know, um, and I, I, I just, I can't speak about that enough. Yeah. Um, and, and I just feel that a lot of people kind of, they, they go past that. Yeah. You know, how many times people talk about, I want to lose weight. Well, let's look at the psychological aspects behind why do you want to lose weight? Yeah. You know, look at that. What are some of the triggers that you have and how do we address those? Because at the end of the day, you control every situation, no matter if you think that you're powerless. That's not true. Yeah. You have the ability to control your reaction, Mm -hmm. how you, how you dictate, um, you know, uh, just your interaction with people. Yeah. If, if you can change that equation, you can pretty much do anything that you want in life and be successful at it. Yeah. Oh, man, so much good stuff there. I feel like that's a whole highlight reel. But I think uh, you hit on some important things. One, you got to slow down and be you can't adjust things in your life without being willing to slow down and look at them. And we usually don't. We just keep going. We just keep running and thinking that's how life's going to be. And instead of slowing down and being mindful, because sometimes we're afraid to be mindful. We're afraid to face those things um, because it's going to make us have to do some work. But I'm telling you, if you do the work and you take the the time to do it, how you feel across the board emotionally and physically will change so much. And so I'm, I'm so glad you spoke so well to that. I, I mean, it's so important. And the other thing that you hit on, I think that I really love is that, that you have more control than you think we have choices. We always have a choice. Now, it may not, it, it, it may not, it may be a hard choice, but regardless of what's happening, you know, cause you and I have had a lot of conversations the last few weeks about things that are happening in our lives right now that we quote unquote, don't have control of. And there is certain truth to that. But we have a choice on how we deal with it. We have a choice on how we show up in it. We have a choice in the boundaries we need to place within that and what we need to ask of others within that. You and I have both had to make adjustments in our schedules to do this because of the things we have going on outside of that. We had to be willing to ask that of each other. We have a, you know, and so it's just taking, you know, realizing, because I think that's when we get frustrated is when we feel like we everything's out of control and we don't have choices. You do, but you got to be willing to to step back and slow yes. down enough to yes. realize what those choices need to be for you. No, I mean, I, I, I can't say it enough so many times. And it's, I've had conversations with close family and friends and I said, how do you view life? Do you view your class as half empty or half full? You know, and some people they're like, "Well, I, I'm I'm even glad I have a glass." Well, you know what? I, I I kind of get that, but positivity and and you know being grateful to have another day so that you can look at that glass that is half full and say, "Okay, how do I continue to fill my cup? How do I make yeah. sure that my my cup is running over?" And I think if you kind of reset yourself and you think in those terms. Um, you know, good things will happen. The more yeah. you manifest that that positivity and and you're intentional about thinking about how you want your life to be, yeah. um, you know, how you envision certain things. Um, those, it, it's funny, once you do that, things will change and it changes for the better. But like you said, you got to put the works in. Faith yeah. without works is dead. So yeah. you have to put, you have to be willing to put the time in. You have to be willing to fall down, to get back up. 
and take the lesson and and move forward. And I think that's the key. Really yeah. just moving forward, pressing ahead, despite the fact of the obstacles and the challenges that are before you. Yeah, because we all have those. Everybody's got a journey. We've all got a story. Um, and I think, you know, too, just being able to face those things up and facing all the emotions that come with them. And I'm a firm believer there's no good or bad emotion. Emotions are emotions. They're clues. They tell us what needs to be dealt with, what needs to be taken care of, what needs to be felt. And I think when you, you go on the journey that you've talked about, you're able to do that. And then that does enable you to have space to see your cup and your opportunities in a way that's going to going to show up and manifest the things that you want in your life. So thank you so much for sharing all that. So good. All right. How can we support ourselves and other women in living unapologetically? And it was so funny when you and I got on I asked you for your character traits and you're like, you know, that's that's hard and that's something that you and I both relate to, which is why I started that intentionally because I knew it was something I struggled with. I'm like, my character traits, aren't you going to ask me what I do? (laughs) Because we always start with that. That's what you're programmed to do. Absolutely. But I'm like, no, let's talk about character traits. Let's let's say those things about ourselves and name them. And then we can recognize them and call them out in ourselves and then call those out things out in other people well and accurately until you can call them out in yourselves. At least that's my experience. But, but talk to me, you live your, you live your life in a way that really models living unapologetically. Um, but how do you talk to me how you got there and, and just how, how that shows up for you? The biggest thing that I can tell anybody is if it doesn't feel right, let it go mm. because that's baggage. And for me, to support myself and to kind of move forward in this journey. I said, you know, what are some of the things that I want to do before my earthly walk is over? Mm -hmm. I said to myself, what do I want that hash mark to be? You've got a Mm -hmm. born date and you've got an end date. Mm -hmm. And we're chasing so many things, Mm -hmm. the houses, the cars, the careers, the money, you know, and I said to myself, I want to make sure that I leave a a legacy, a positive legacy, a mark. And not only for my family and friends, but I want to get to the point that I can do that beyond that, that I can encourage people to make a change. And that was the one thing that I said, I have time left. So Mm. let me maximize it to the best of my ability. And I can do that by supporting others through their journey. Because at the end of the day, people just want you to listen, Melissa. Mm. They want you to to hear their story. They don't want you, once again, we're programmed to respond. And we're programmed to compare. And really what you need to do is you need to take a step back And you need to really listen to what that person says, listen with a third ear and, and they're not asking you to necessarily give them advice. Mm. They're asking you to endorse or validate how they feel. And I think that's one thing that we, that we really miss. Mm. And how I got to this point was I said, you know what? I'm getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. I have a lot of anxiety when I'm hearing stories or when I want to be heard. And then I said to myself, that's not getting me anywhere. It's getting me more frustrated. It's getting me more, you know, I'm, I'm being, you know, pissed off. I'm being aggressive. How do I change that? 
And then I just took a step back and I said, you know what? I'm going to change these conversations to really say to the person to kind of reflect, listen fully without interrupting and just saying, okay, I, I think you said, this is what I'm hearing. So correct me if I'm wrong. This is what I'm hearing. And if this is what I'm hearing, then this is kind of my response. And, you know, I don't mean to be offensive, but I kind of want to be truthful. Yeah. Um, and this is my response to that. And then you let that person digest it. And then nine times out of 10, you can kind of diffuse a volatile situation. Yeah. Or you can make that person think about kind of what they said and let them clarify because maybe they just were full of emotion and they just kind of spurted some stuff out and it's really not what they wanted to say. Yeah. And they're not communicating clearly. So it's giving you an idea so that you can kind of have that back and forth and make sure that you're hearing what you think you heard but you're also letting that person make corrections so that there's a course correct. Yeah. And I think in supporting other women, you know, letting them know that, you know, Hey, um, it's okay. It's okay that you're, you're not feeling the greatest that you're upset about something, but how do, how can I support you? Yeah. You know, you're telling me this, what do you want from me out of this? What, what do you just want me to listen? Yeah. Do you want me to give you advice? Um, do you want me to walk with you through this journey to a degree? How can I best support you so that you're getting the outcome that you want? Mm. And I, I think if we ask those questions, a lot of times we'll have a different outcome because you're making that person be accountable for what they're saying, but you're also giving them a sense of responsibility. Like, hey, I can't do everything for you but I can do one, two, three, mm-hmm. and then you do four, five, six. Yeah. So how do we, how do we help you to get to that place to be successful? And I say that to say, you know, even with family, we want to come in and we want to swoop in and we want to do everything. We want to be the savior. And yeah. that was, that was a problem that I had. And I, you know, Hey, I can't save everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a grown adult you're supposed to be making wise decisions. Um, and, and sometimes you don't. Okay, fine. I get it. But I can't come in and be your savior. Yeah. You have to run your own journey. I can support you where you're weak, but I'm not going to do it all. Yeah. You know, it, you know, how many times do we run to people? Oh my God, they're in a, they're in a bad situation, say financially. I'm just going to throw up. They need a thousand dollars. You know what? I'm going to do without this, that, and the third, and I'm going to give them the $1,000. Guess what? At the end of the day, you're missing $1,000. That person hasn't really truly learned the lesson. And you've demonstrated to them when really when the stuff hits the fan, when the, when the rubber meets the road, that that person doesn't know how to navigate that situation. Yeah. So we want to help others and actually help other women validate the feeling, but ask them, you know, what do you want from me? And, and I think you'll have a more open conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's out of love that you're trying to help this person. You're being selfless with your time, with your support, but you want to make sure that's what they need to be successful. Yeah. I, wow. So much good. That's kind of a masterclass in the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm not going to say a lot other than 
you know, one, that being heard is so powerful. So many times we just want to be heard because we're used to being shut down. And two, the empowerment. Because so when you don't go in and save, save, I save, you can't, you know, you said something so important. It is not our responsibility to save people. It is our responsibility to show up, to listen, to ask those questions. But again, it's that slowing down thing. That slowing down and taking a moment. I think so many times we respond out of, our first initial trigger or body emotion we feel in our, and we don't stop for a minute and reflect and take a moment, let it sit. And then that same back, that same back, I think I heard you say that's, there's so much power in that. I don't do it enough, but it, it there's so much power in that. It changes everything in the dialogue um, when you take the time to do that. But that empowerment piece of, have somebody having, you know, they having something in the game, you know, having their own investment and feeling invested in and feeling believed in. Because I think when you empower people, if you've been in a saving situation and they're not used to that, first it might make them take pause for a minute. But at the end of the day, like, oh, no, I believe in you. You can do this. But somebody's got to give you the opportunity to do it or you're never going to know you can do this yourself. So so much yeah, in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, your intentions are always good. Mm-hmm. But I found just over the years, you know, people will continue. They'll continue to um, kind of uh, go down a path. Mm hmm over and over and over again until that path is completely worn out and they haven't learned anything. And it's almost like when you chart your life, you've got to look at where you are now, how you're going to make your adjustments because you're always got to make adjustments and then what your future looks like. And I think so many of us are caught up in just the day to day and getting out of a current uncomfortable situation yeah, And not really, and we've all been guilty of it, but not yep. really thinking about, you know, how do, how do I get myself out of that? And, you know, like, how do I reach out to others who maybe have been in similar situations just so they can hear my story and get the, get the advice? Yeah. Because, you know, for women, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, we're underserved in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if you go to a board meeting and you're aggressive, well, you know, they're saying all kinds of crazy stuff about you. You know, mm-hmm. it's hormonal or she's going through a breakup or, you know, she's that angry black woman or whatever. Yeah. But if a, if a male does it, oh, wow, you know, that guy's aggressive, but oh, wow, I like his style. You know, mm-hmm. he's going places. So it, it's it's really kind of flipping the script a little bit and yeah. saying to people, you know, like, hey, that's not the case. What I'm trying to do is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to develop. And I'm sorry if I'm a little um, forward with it, but you know, that's kind of what works in the world. You know, Um, having that, 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 um, that, that, that instinct, that drive, that passion, mm-hmm. those are the things that are going to kind of get you to the next level yeah. because the quiet person sitting in the corner, um, that always does the work that always does the the homework that's behind the scenes, they're undervalued. They're not seen and they're taken for granted. 
Yeah, so true. So true. And the whole the sorry, not sorry, because this is how we got to show up if we're going to yes. really move the move the needle here. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, so much truth in that. Um, thank you so much for all your words on that. I don't, I'm going to sit in that for a while because there's just a lot of good nuggets there. Um, have your notebooks out ladies, you're going to want to be taking notes on all of these things. And again, go back to that thing that kind of makes you pause or makes you a little uncomfortable. Sit with that and sit with that and see where maybe that fits in your life. All right. The importance of setting and coming back to you, why your values and everything you do. Talk to me about that. Ah, my why, my values and everything that I do. Um, I would say that probably my biggest thing kind of just going through this journey. Uh, and I say this to my son all the time. My why is just leaving that positive legacy. Mm. Um, you know, taking my, my beliefs, my values, really putting myself in someone else's position. You know, we say that, but I don't think we really, in hearts of heart, do that enough. Yeah. That you really examine. We're very judgmental. The first thing mm-hmm. that we do is when we hear something, uh, we're, we're, we're reacting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, that, 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 that so-and-so, that idiot, I can't believe they did that. You know, they're doing this because of X, Y, Z. But if you take a step back and you say, why is that person kind of reacting that way? And guess what? It, it's it's an uncomfortable exchange, but it's almost like you have to say there's more to the store behind that. Mm-hmm. They're having a bad day because, you know, maybe a family member's sick. Maybe their finances aren't where they need to be. Um, you know, maybe there's pressure from their boss. You know, I, I'm in I'm in a sales field, mm-hmm. and a lot of times as a sales rep, you have to build that relationship. Person, yeah. people have to trust you. Yeah, and you have to keep your word. I remember um, my great grandmother. I mean, she was very instrumental in my um, in my upbringing. Um, and I remember she always used to say, and people get away from this: your word is your bond. Mm. And if you can't make a promise and you can't deliver on that promise, then you probably shouldn't say anything. Mm. And I tell my son all the time, when I'm working with people, I want to make sure that I leave a good impression so that if I ever encounter them, you know, we're in a global marketplace now, but if I ever encounter somebody in an airport, in a restaurant, on a street, I want them to be able to say, you know what? Ursula was square with me. Mm. She was, was honest. Um, she didn't try to sell me something that I didn't need. Um, even though she could have made money off of it. It's like, you know, Hey, you're particularly in this position. I don't, I don't think you need that right now. You know, let's look at that down the road. Let's start small, you know, and really accepting people, honestly, Melissa, where they are Mm. and, and, and building off of that. Um, it's, it's always a rush, 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 a turnkey situation. And, you know, my values are, I, I want to be uh, honest, authentic, have integrity, and, and, and really just learn to meet somebody where they are. Yeah. You know, why would I try to sell you a sports car when you need an SUV? Mm-hmm. Sports car is probably going to be more money, 
but you need an SUV if you've got a growing family. Looks good, goes fast, gets you from point A to point B, but is it safe? Is it economical? Is it going to serve your purpose? Yeah. And I think a lot of times we really have to think about serving uh, my purpose, but also serving your purpose. Yeah. How does this relationship work? Um, You know, how can we pull out the best of, of myself and you Mm. to make the relationship work for everyone? And I I really do think a lot of times we get beyond that because we're in a very transactional society Mm. and we're really missing the boat of, Hey, guess what? I love technology. Um, I'm going to check out chat GBT. You know, I like artificial intelligence. I like the ease of it. But at the end of the day, you have to look at person to person, human to human. Um, we have to really reframe our discussions and our behaviors that go beyond male, female, um, race, um, economics, and just really look at the bottom line of who we are as people. Yeah. And really block out a lot of this, um, a lot of this noise that we're seeing, you know, yeah. po- political, social, um, and, and just keeping it simple and just having a basic conversation with someone. Um, and, and we're just missing so much of that. Oh, so yeah. that's how I kind of like really shape my values. I mm. mean, it, it's, it's a lot of it has to do with belief. A lot of it is, you know, um, and, and I struggle sometimes we all do with, with your belief, but, you know, and I don't want to offend anybody if someone's not a believer, but, you know, you can be a Buddhist. Um, there's so many different ways in which you can have a sense of belief in something, but I think that centers you, that makes you just, just a better person overall, that you have something that you can kind of hold on to, that you have some type of, um, of foundation. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're missing that. We are, we are truly missing the boat with, with that foundation and we don't lean into it enough. And yeah. it's funny because, um, I was listening to, um, like a, a, a sermon and there's in the book of Mark and it was talking about how this man, um, his son was sick and he was supposed to go and, and the Pharisees were supposed to pray over his son. But guess what? The Pharisees didn't believe that they could actually pray whatever was in this boy out of him. And I think a lot of us, we just don't believe enough. We don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe in a higher power. We don't let it go. But the moral of the story was when God came down and he said, you know, hey, um, do you believe? He asked the father and the father said, I believe. And he also said to the father, you know, And the father said, help me to overcome my unbelief. Mm. And I think a lot of us need to be at that point in our life that, you know, there's going to be some dark days. There are going to be some things that we just don't want to deal with. Yeah. But if you believe and you persevere and you push through, the outcome may not be exactly how you want it to be, but Mm -hmm. you are going to get to the other side. Yeah. And that's what I try to impart upon people. Things may not end up exactly how you want them, Mm -hmm. but- there's going to be a solution. There's going to be an outcome. Yeah, so good. And you hit on something I think is really important. You hit on that foundation piece. And I would take it a step further that found that make sure that foundation is healthy. Because I think we've got some foundations out there right now. They're there, 
They're holding you up, but are they healthy? What are they based in? And do they line up with your values and how you really want to connect with people, with your life, with the impression you leave when you walk out of a room? So I, you know, so, but I, again, so much greatness there that you've shared, but looking at those foundations and making sure that they, they line up with, with the values in the why that you have and, and because that's going to matter. I can tell you from being in a business meeting with Ursula, she is all those things. She is authentic. She's honest. She sees things for what they are. And you have an honest interchange. I mean, she is that. She does show up that way. And there's so much power in that. And it's so important. And that's I think that's why we connected. So um, she is she lives true to this. So but again, go back to your notebook and take some notes because she's walking this. I've, I've, I've experienced it myself with her in just the short amount of time I've known her. So thank you so much for all of that. All right. Accepting the layered aspects of ourselves. This is, a, you know, this is another tricky one that's, that, that is a journey. It's accepting all those pieces of yourself, your history, your life, where you are right now that make you who you are. And some of those things are not fun. They're not comfortable. You're you're living with some of that right now. Um, and it's literally like sitting in your room with me. There's, there's, there's reminders right. all the time. So talk to me about embracing those layers and accepting those parts of your journey, your life, yourself. So um, very tough question because um, if you look at your whole self, you're, you're, you're not a perfect person. No. You know, um, we're imperfect people. Yeah. And, you know, like for me, I struggle with patience, mm -hmm. you know, I'm me resilient, too. but I struggle with patience. You know, I want to see a result. Um, you know, I want this to happen. Like, you know, like they say in a New York minute mm -hmm. and a lot of times things happen in your life to help you build upon, to help you grow in those areas that you're weak. Mm. You know, you should always strive to be better in the areas that you're strong, but you also should work on the, the areas that, that you're weak. And it's, it's hard to kind of be reflective and look at, you know, Hey, you know what? Sometimes I'm not the greatest person in, in responding to certain situations. I can be like, uh, you know, like, I can't believe you didn't get that. But if you think about it, take a step back, pause, take a deep breath and figure out a better way to respond. Mm. Because nine times out of 10, for me, my lack of patience um, and sometimes my lack of awareness to, to try to, you're rushing to get things done. Mm -hmm. You don't read a situation the way that you need to read a situation. Yeah. And I think... Um, being honest and knowing who you are. A lot of that, like I said it earlier, it's, it's your triggers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes you walk into a room and somebody wants something from you, but you're thinking about, I've got this meeting at 10 o'clock. I've got to check this. I got to check that. And you're, you're, you're not in the right headspace. Yeah. So you're going to respond to that person. It may seem flippant. It may seem abrupt even though you really didn't mean it that way. Yeah. And I've really been very uh, intentional lately and in just thinking about, you know, like, all right, let me just acknowledge this person and say, you know, give me a second. Like I'm not in the right headspace. I was thinking about something else. So yeah. again, going back and saying, can you repeat that? 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the layers. It's part of a process. Like, you know, there's many pieces of us mm-hmm. and, and, and just really for me, just understanding how I respond to things, how I respond to certain situations and being honest again with myself and saying, you know, certain people just give me a trigger, mm-hmm. certain behaviors that they do gives, gives me a trigger and having to think about how do I get around that? Yeah. How do I make that interaction better? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe instead of me spending 20 minutes with that person, I only spend five, mm-hmm. but I try to make it the, the best five minutes that I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because when we don't kind of regulate ourselves and we have certain reactions, it's, it's a volatile, it's a volatile cocktail. Yeah. And then, you know, something that you really wanted to end up being um, like a smooth exchange, it ends up being tension filled. It ends up being, um, you know, argumentative and, um, you know, and then that person doesn't want to deal with you and then you don't want to deal with that person and it's, or, or that situation. And it's just not going to be positive for anyone going forward. So, uh, you know, I I really just challenge people. It's, it's hard looking at the layers, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it really is. Um, You know, I can be impulsive at times. Um, And, and there's no shortcut to any long-term success. And I I just think, I think you really have to be uh, mindful of that. Um, it'll work for a while, but if you want long-term success, if you really want growth in yourself and relationships and your business, you have to really lean into some things that are not so nice Yeah, and, and make the necessary adjustments. Yeah. I think, you know, that willingness to go back to someone and say, you know what, that didn't play out the way I had hoped. Can we revisit that? Can we take another? I had some other things going on in my head that have nothing to do with you in that moment. Um, and, and that's hard. But but again, it's that embracing those layers, embracing instead of beating ourselves up for that imperfect you know, exchange again, make a choice, go back and fix it. And it sounds really good when we talk about it. It's another thing to be able to put it into play. Yeah, hard to do, but um, but I'm learning that. And it's not too late to learn it. I'm 53. You can still learn this. There's still time. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, thanks. That's such, you know, so important in, in just like knowing that. And I think just being able to sit with that, accept that before you go into a situation takes a lot of pressure off yourself too. Like, you know, yeah, be willing to apologize. Yeah, you know, that, that's the other thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, living out of your own expectations versus others' expectations. Talk to me about that the expectations journey. I think this ties in a lot with boundaries, but I think expectations are a tricky one because sometimes we have expectations of ourselves. We also have expectations of other people, but we don't always communicate those things. So, um, so talk to me about your expectations journey. Mostly in life, we want people to view us a certain way. Mm. We want to live up to um, this persona that they've built for us. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you need to do what's comfortable for you yeah, and be willing to accept that it. it might be disappointing for others, mm. but you're living your life. It's your life. Mm. So if someone is disappointed in your actions or a path that you've chosen, 
guess what? They've got to get over it. And you need to have a conversation with that person and say, no, I'm doing this and I don't need to justify why I'm doing it. Mm. Now, if it's something that is harmful, that's a completely different conversation. Absolutely. But if it's something where, you know, you want someone to be a doctor and they end up being an EMT. Okay. Both serving people, Mm -hmm. both very, very valued occupations that we need to keep people alive and healthy. Yeah. So don't live your life living someone else's dream. Mm, Yeah. And I I think, I I know this is what we do continuously and that creates unhappiness. Mm -hmm. It creates unhealthiness. Mm -hmm. It creates imbalance. Um, And then when you get older, you have these regrets. Yeah. And if you want to live your life truly on your terms, Mm -hmm. then you need to set your own expectations for yourself. Yeah. And, and know that if you set that bar high and sometimes if you fall short, that's okay. What are you going to do to reach that bar? Set realistic goals and expectations for yourself. Yeah. Don't listen to what others are saying to you. Don't listen to what your friends, your, your, your spouse, your, um, you know, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, because you came in this life on your own and you're leaving on your own. Mm. So do some things that are going to make you happy that are fulfilling for you. And I think for me, I, I, I now I, I take that journey and, yeah. and I say to people in my family now, you know, Hey, and you know, sometimes I use my illness as an excuse. I'm not doing that because of that. And I have to learn too, that I have to say, no, that's just not going to happen because it's something that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. You know, I know you have an expectation that I've always done one, two, three, Mm -hmm. but guess what? I'm not doing one, two, three. I may do three if I feel like it, you know, um, but I'm doing some things for me. I'm taking time for me. Yeah. I want to live out my own best dream, you know? And I I think the more that you kind of communicate that to people, they're going to have to learn to respect it. They may Mm -hmm. not like it, Mm -hmm. but they're going to have to respect it. I say to anyone who's listening today, set your own expectations and don't listen to the filter, Mm. the outside noise. Because guess what? Whether you do with their expectations and try to meet their expectations or you meet their own, they're always going to have a comment. Yeah. So you're not going to beat the comments. You know, you could be a perfect person and people still are going to have a comment about you. Mm -hmm. So why not do something that you love to do set your own expectations, set your own goals, accomplish them on your own time, under your own terms, than rather on someone else's time and their terms. Yeah, thousand percent, period, what she said. And I, I think the only thing I'd add to that, as you touched on this a little bit, is like, I am a recovering, over-explaining champion of the world. <laughs> like, we don't have to over-explain why we're doing something. If it's good for us and it's right for us, and we know, and you know that, you feel that feel that in your soul. You feel that in your, you know, in your whole being, you don't have to explain that. And, and you don't have to justify it. I think maybe is the way communicate it, but you don't need to justify it. So thank you so much for all of that. So good. All right. In living out feel, 
Finding Empowerment, Embracing Layers, which is the name of our of this podcast. Talk to me about how that, this is kind of a summary of all the things we've talked about, but talk to me about how living that out in your own life affects the quality of your relationship with yourself as well as with others. Um, you're happier. You're, you're more fulfilled. You're able to um, accomplish things you never thought you would do. You know, just believing in yourself and, and kind of, you know, I mentioned earlier that I, I was wandering without a GPS. Mm. You set your own GPS. Mm. You're, you're mapping out your life in your, your own strategies. If you use a sports analogy, you know, I'm a big basketball person. So mm. you're the point guard. You know, you're, you're, you're running that play. You're running um, how, how this game of life is strategically going to play out. And you have to have the ability to make the adjustments. And I think we have to look at things for the long term. Yeah. But I think we need to learn to enjoy the moment. Mm. And we need to be, be um, confident and flexible enough to make adjustments to that plan. Yeah. Because you're going to have counter actions that are going to happen all the time in life. Yeah. But you have to remember you're your own pilot. You mm. stick to your beliefs with the right foundations, yeah. but you're your pilot. You're going to chart your course and believe in what you're doing steadfast and you're going to be successful. Yeah. And guess what? The success is on your terms. It's not by mm. someone else's. Yeah. It's by your terms. If you're happy in a two bedroom, one bathroom house with a, with a uh, Chevy in your front yard, that's great. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a 5,000 square foot driving a Mercedes, uh, taking four trips a year. Yeah. If that's not who you are, then don't do it. Don't aspire to do it. Yeah. Keep it simple. Be straightforward. Be authentic. Be honest. Lean in. And you'll just and believe in yourself. Yeah. And I know that's, that's so hard to do sometimes. You know, I know many of you out there are saying, you know, hey, I, I've stumbled and I've fallen. I've stumbled and I've fallen. But you're going to stand back up. Mm-hmm. But when you fell, what was the lesson behind that? Mm. Take that, grow, develop, and continue to learn. I mean, that's life is a lifelong journey. Yeah. There's no manual. There's no real instruction book. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of like we're constantly, we're, we're making adjustments. Yeah. And you're going to get thrown a, a curveball. You know, you're going to get sick. A loved one's going to get sick. People are going to pass away. Jobs are going to change. Your finances are going to get messed up. But worry about the things that you can control and navigate your own ship. We can't control the economy. We can't control companies. We can't control how people uh, interact with us. But you can actually be that person to make any situation benefit you to the best that it possibly can. And be willing to let some stuff go. You yeah. know, let that baggage go. Cut yeah. it loose. You know, and, and, and just always move forward. If it's an inch, it's an inch, but be glad that you progress that inch and continue to move forward. Yeah. And I think that's how we really just have to look and, and embrace life. You know, people aren't kind to, um, to people that are different from them. Yeah. You know, many people think that women are an inferior race, uh, sorry, inferior sex. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. They, they figure that we're weak. You know, they may look at um, your race and figure that you're inferior. None of that stuff is true. 
Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, you're a human being trying to chart your best in life. And if you lean into that, if you remember that, um, you don't owe anything to anybody else. Mm. And as soon as you get that in your mind, yeah, I think you're going to live the best that you possibly can live. Yeah. And the contentment that comes with that, you know, I mean, I think Peace. you can. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which is really what we're seeking at the end of the day. Absolutely. So good. So good. So much, so much power in that. You need to have a TED talk. <laughs> I think we're gonna, I'm telling you, I've, I'm like, I got so many notes here. This is, I'm going to listen back to this so many times. Oh, such good stuff. All right. We are winding down here. We're at the rapid fire. Name five activities that nourish you. Hmm. Walking. Meditation. Pedicures. Spending time with my son. And reading. Mm, really good. Good stuff. Good variety there. All right. And five words on how you want to feel the next six months. That, that was difficult. Yeah. Difficult. Very difficult. I would say I want to be healthy. I want to be helpful, happy, grateful, and loving. Mm, really good. Oh, Ursula, this was this is fantastic. Such, I mean, I knew it was going to be good. I knew when I met you the first time that I wanted to have you on, but you had so much great wisdom, so much insight today. Thanks so much for sharing some time with me, some time with our audience. I know you've got a lot going on. So appreciate this um, podcast audience. You can check out our website, embracinglayers.com. That's going to have this episode. That's going to have the blog about this episode. That's going to have um, sources that Ursula will will share with us that help her, that encourage her, that she offers. Um, those will all be available there. Check out the show notes to learn a little more about her. That'll all be at embracinglayers.com. But Ursula, thanks so much again for sharing this time. Thank you for having me. You bet. And audience, have a great week. Take care. Finding